know that networking with others is essential for personal and professional growth, but are you making genuine connections with the people who you're networking with, with how you're showing up online? I don't know. I'm not going to tell you whether you are or you're not, but we have Tracy Borson here today and she's going to talk to us about what does it look like to make those genuine connections through that buzzword we all know, authenticity. So Tracy, I'm going to throw the ball in your court and let you take over. Give us, give us what you've got. Hit, hit me. Wait, wait, wait. I got to do it. Hit me with the best shot. Yes. I don't know how that came across because it sounded to me like we were saying it at the same time, but I don't know. That's all right. That's all right. We have this telepathic connection across Canada and it just happens. If you're Canadian, it just happens. Everybody was going to do it. And we have Andrew in the chat, also Canadian. Yeah. Canadians repping. Um, yes. Good morning, everybody. I you, this whole prompt about like tell us what you know. Right. <laughs> just, right. Not, how long is the show? Uh like right, right? It's like 20, 25 minutes, thereabouts. Okay. I mean, we loose rules, loose rules. Okay, guys. I got a good place to start. My definition of authenticity. How about that? Beautiful. Because, like you said, I think there's a lot of people who think it's a buzzword. Mm -hmm. And so let's create a definition for our time together today. Authenticity doing what you would say or do when you want to say or do it. <laughs> so there's no generic average of what you should do. There's no generic thing of what you should say. There's no time you should say it. <laughs> it's about connecting to who you are and what you want to say and then giving yourself permission to say that when you feel called to. Not all the time, but paying attention to in what scenario do I think I want to share this story or that story and share it because you feel called to, not because someone told you you should post a personal vulnerability story on LinkedIn today. Vulner vulnerable. Because when you're told yes. to do something, this is very vulnerable. You should take a vulnerability moment at 10 a.m. every Tuesday. Like, I'm wow. sorry. Do, how do you know you're going to be feeling vulnerable at 10 a.m. every Tuesday? Because yeah, I don't know. Imagine. It's 10 a.m. Tuesday. I could tell a vulnerable story, but I feel like I'm more in a ranting mood and, right now. And you know, this is this is great. No, I love this because now you're just like turning on my psychology brain, and I'm like, okay. But if you if you set this, let's just say we're gonna just we're gonna play. Let's just say this was the commitment you made to yourself. I'm going to be vulnerable with my community at 10 a.m. on Tuesday. And you do so. Like, you, you tap into that. In, in some, you, you're very um, self-reflective, and you know that there's been something in, that you've kind of pushed aside, and you say, I, I'm just going to bring that out, and I'm going to share it. Let's just say. Imagine, if you will, the moment in the future when... You're not doing that anymore, right? You're not sharing. That's not a part of the life that you want to live anymore, but you have conditioned yourself now to tap into that. So now every Tuesday at 10, you have a freaking mental breakdown. Like, it just, it, it blows my mind. Like, you okay. So let's just to confirm being vulnerable and having a total mental breakdown don't have to be the same thing. <laughs> that's true. That's true. They can yeah. be, they can be, they don't have to be the same thing. I think I'm living in extremes here. <laughs> And I love me, they're really great for, for setting the stage. But uh, this is the, the 
struggle maybe with authenticity is it doesn't exist in extremes. It exists in a, in a flow on a scale, right? There's no human on the face of the planet, including myself, even though I talk about authenticity a lot and I have a goal of being authentic. I'm not authentic all the time. I go into one of my things I love to do is enter new things. I haven't tried new spaces, new places, right? And sometimes I learn things about myself and I like show up and I introduce myself and I'm like, damn it. I did just the work thing again. Like um, I, I, I'm not about that. I'm about more than that. All right. Let's, let's dive in. What's just the work for anybody who hasn't been in your world for a little while. Mm. What's just the work, your job title. Or, and or. <laughs> I help statements, but we're not going to let Tracy rant for 20 minutes about I help statements because I could. Um, it's it's because especially in North America, we've been conditioned to introduce ourselves based on what we do for work. Hmm. Right? I'm a lawyer. I'm a doctor. I'm a personal branding coach. I'm a this. I'm a that. I'm a stay at home mom. Right. And yeah. it's like I've actually re I've like flipped mine to always start with I'm a mom. Um mm-hmm because that is actually the most important job for me, even though I don't get paid <laughs> to do it. Um, but like, there's, we're, it's just a condition. Like you said, Sean, you get conditioned to be vulnerable at 10 o'clock on Tuesdays. So then you like, we get conditioned to answer questions this way. And this is a fun, interesting piece of this is that not only are we conditioned to do it, but we think that's what other people expect us to do. So when someone asks us about who, like, who, who are you? What do you do? Oh, mm-hmm. I should talk about work because that's what they're asking. And that's what will make them comfortable because that's <laughs> that's what society is comfortable with. But then we all get stuck in our comfort zone. And that's not the way that I would introduce myself. And you know what? It's probably if you thought about it, not what you're actually curious about when it comes to me. It's just I did. I'm gonna, I, I did this post a long time ago on LinkedIn asking about the response, I'm busy, right? And I was like, Mm. I'm curious, like, when do you give that response? Do you give it because you're actually busy? Do we give it because we think we should be busy? Do we think that it's an easy out because I don't Mm. actually have to tell you what we're doing? And it was really intriguing for me because tons of people came back with their whys at why they respond this way. One of the things was that, how are you, is a lazy question. (laughs) So my lazy answer, I'm busy. Right. And I was like, Ooh, and is that everybody's answer? No, but it was interesting to think about it because I'm like, how much intention am I putting into this? Am I allowing myself to be actually curious about who this person is? Like, Ooh, Shauna, I see a family thing behind you and I see the Marauders map and not everyone might know that that's the Marauders map, but I'm a Harry Potter fan. So I know it's the Marauders map. I knew Tracy would know. Let's just forever. I knew, I knew Tracy would know. <laughs> but these are the things, right? I, I remember asking a guy on the coffee chat. Uh, so like we're both in Calgary. We were having a virtual coffee chat and he had a picture of the United Kingdom, like a map of the United Kingdom. So, so I asked him, oh, like, do you have a connection to the United Kingdom? And he was like, no. And oh I was like, gosh. curious, why do you have that map behind you? And, but then we got to talking about how he likes the visualization of maps. Like he just, oh. like he likes it and it like makes him feel like him. And I was like, this is much more interesting because we had a conversation about something I was curious about. I used to live in the UK, right? Like I thought maybe we both had a connection there. I was wrong, but it's still started a conversation. But 
if I ask that guy, how many coffee chats have you had where someone asked you about that map? Right. I bet you it's a very small percentage. And it's not that that's the right thing to do or the wrong thing to do. It was something I would do. It was something I was curious about. So therefore we got to have a conversation about something I was curious about. And now I stand out from the crowd because not everyone is curious about the same things as me. Absolutely. And what's interesting about that is that, and, and this is really important for, I mean, we know that this is marketing rebels, yada, yada, yada. So we're talking about marketing and how you're showing up. But what's really cool about that is that your role in that space was to show your authentic self, but it was simultaneously, because we were talking about expectations, it was simultaneously allowing him to let go of that expectation of how he ought to respond. Because chances are, you probably caught him off guard. Chances are, he just went, oh, now I get to actually share, like, all of a sudden, I have to share that, no, I have no connections with that poster at all. And then, then we explore this, so you've tapped into his vulnerability just naturally, organically, genuinely connecting with someone. And now they're more likely to share more, to dive in deeper, to actually have that genuine conversation. And so you're le you're a role model. You're leading. And I mean, I know that you'll be humble. And be like, oh, no. it's, it's, as you, I, I've been shouting this for years, right? If you're, if you're scared to show up as your authentic self, for whatever reason, because we have many reasons and they are our own, um, doing so, doing it scared, right? Doing it shy, doing it, all of those, doing uh, it feeling. awkwardly. I am that, but that's, <laughs> that's, that's why like, I said that. <laughs> right. And that's, that's like my, uh, just life, but that's, that's okay. I'm, I'm happy and comfortable in that space. But, that, it is. but I, this is a really great example because a lot of people won't ask a question because they feel awkward. I yeah. shouldn't do that. And this, oh, ex turtle, this external narrative of what you should be, right? Like you shouldn't be awkward in a, a chat or a live or <laughs> a networking event. You should be composed and professional and like all of these things. But all of people are watching. I'm I'm being a singer or a choir person. I don't know what this opera is. Opera singer. That's the opera singer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you do not. Well, I mean, you don't want me to sing opera. We'll, we'll, we'll do some 80s, 80s pop, but that's as far as I go. Um, to do disco. Unless, unless Shana pulls out her ukulele and then no promises. Um, oh, that's upstairs. <laughs> um, where were we going with this? The point is that if you are feeling awkward, it's okay to be awkward. It's okay to be shy. It's okay to only like... I always share this because when I go to in-person networking events, I am afraid. Like, I'm not like tentative. I'm a, I have fear. <laughs> and people are like, but you're such an extrovert. Yeah, I do. I get energy from being around people. And I'm also afraid <laughs> these two things can come together. They can exist in one place. And so what I know about myself is my networking strategy is to go and find another person who's by themselves. So I usually go to networking events by myself. I don't have a big company team of people to go with me. I go by myself and I look for other people who are by themselves yeah. <laughs> because the likelihood that they're hoping someone will come and talk to them is high. <laughs> I don't have to interrupt anything. I can just, that's what makes me comfortable. Yeah. And so when we give ourselves the opportunity to explore what does make us comfortable and there, there's something, right? Maybe it's talking to I, I do the same thing when I'm sitting next to a person, right? Like I'm looking for a spot. I find a person who's sitting by themselves. I'm like, is this seat taken? 
And usually it's not, sometimes it is, but then I go find another person. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like, there's, there's tactics that we can explore for each of us yeah. that allow us to say like, oh, I actually feel comfortable showing up awkwardly when I do this. I don't feel comfortable showing up awkwardly over there, but that who said you have to go over there? Yeah. How many people, I, I went to a conference uh, at the beginning of June and it was, there was like 4,000 people there, right? And I'm like, I'm not gonna meet 4,000 people in three days, right? That's a Plus, conference. It was legit. Um, and there was tons of things. It was an innovation conference and there was a health track and an agriculture track and a startup track and like, wow. Yeah, it was maybe one too many things, or maybe like six. It should have. I think it should have picked what it was trying to be. Anyway, that's my event coordinator and me coming out. It's all right. Um, <laughs> it was confused, but there were lots of great things that happened. At it. Um, so you're like trying to pick the the tracks and like, well, I'm interested in that. Like, I'm interested in like senior care technology for seniors, right? But like, are my ideal clients interested in that? Anyway, so there's lots of things going on in your head, and I got to the point where I was like, you know what? Like, how many meaningful interactions do I want to have today, right? I've got like, I'm going to have two, three opportunities to sit next to people. So let's count that as three. I've got lunch, right? So that's four. So I'm maybe going to have like five meaningful interactions today. What does a meaningful interaction look and feel like for Tracy? How can I create that? And, and sometimes your location isn't helping. <laughs> so like we had this yeah. lunch and they had entertainment, but they were playing the music so loud. I couldn't talk to the person next to me. So I said like, why don't we go for a walk? <laughs> um, and we did. Right. And then we could actually talk. But if I'm walking and talking with the person, I'm not interacting with 3,995 other people. <laughs> Right. Um, so these are also things that it's important to just pay attention to. Like when you're showing up, how can you, we can't control all things, but what things can we control to create space for us to feel good about how we're showing up, which allows us to be more authentic because Mm -hmm. we're caring about how we feel. Yeah. And being intentional, right. Being intentional all along the way and being reflective of how can I, how can I facilitate my own authenticity in, in making connect, uh, genuine connections and how, and, and being mindful. Like, I feel like it takes a, a level of um, interpersonal tact to understand that other people very well may be feeling the same way as you. And, and you don't need to uh, succumb to uh, what are the expectations? I mean, there's another word for it, but the, the expectations of the moment um, in order to facilitate this perceived comfort that doesn't even exist, likely. Um, I think that's really, really great feedback. Now, going to kind of spin it on its head because we're talking about in-person networking, but a lot of people are networking online. Uh And that can feel really hard to be like, oh, I'm gonna show up authentically, but with words on a page and static images, and it it can feel kind of disconnected. So how would you, if if you were to, uh, because this is a big ask, uh, if you were to give people like the first step toward being able to make genuine connections in the digital landscape, um, what would you advise one do? I would say, I mean, if you've connected at all to what you would do in real life, then mirror that online. (laughs) Now, here's the interesting piece of this is that you can't directly 
mirror it. So you have to figure out what your version of that mirror is. So I mentioned my tactic at a networking, in-person networking event is to go and find one person who looks friendly that I can go and talk to. I do the exact same thing with profile photos. So when I am just like hanging out online and you know, like LinkedIn in particular loves to give you recommendations, like you might know so-and-so and and usually you don't know them, but you see them and you're like, oh, this is a a vibe. Or I will tell you, like I live two hours away from the Rocky Mountains. Anytime I see someone with a banner or something with mountains, I'm like, yep, (laughs) those are my kind of people, (laughs) right? Because you wouldn't put the mountains as your backdrop if you didn't care about the mountains. And now very minimally, I actually think it's a little bit easier online because we can find those things that we have in common with people in advance. I already know I have one thing in common with you. We both love the mountains. So if I'm going to try and start a conversation, I can talk about the mountains. I can talk about going and throwing stones in the river with my son because this is what we do to like get rid of our anxiety in the mountains. And in real life, I can't do that, right? Like I I don't know if I'm going to have anything in common with you Mm -hmm. (laughs) when I meet you at a conference, but I do know, or I can see your content or I can see your tagline like, oh, hey, both of us have been directors of marketing. Both of us have the same hashtags we follow, right? Or even like, I've actually done this a couple of times where I'm like, you know what? I just get a good vibe from your profile picture and I feel like we should be connected. <laughs> and almost always people say yes, because like vibes are a real thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, now, the on the flip side, if I'm reaching out to people and they're going to consider me as a potential connection or a potential conversation, mm-hmm. it's also important to look at what am I showing them? Like, do I look like I have fun energy. It's the number one reason. And they don't let you do it anymore on, on LinkedIn. They took the, the feature the video, away. the video, yeah. because the video <laughs> was 30 second video. And a lot of people used it for work related things. And I think I tell people at some point in there that I'm a personal branding coach, but like this to me was about communicating my energy to you. And mm-hmm. if you like this energy, then we could be friends. <laughs> If my energy is intimidating or annoying or any of those things, which I'm sure there, there's 8 billion people in the world, right? I'm sure there's somebody who experiences that with me. That's fine. Don't connect with me because I don't have any intention of having like adjusting my energy for you. Um, That's what I liked about it. And that's why I was also annoyed. I did a post about it, but like when a whole bunch of people added profile videos because LinkedIn was taking the feature away. Well, now you're not doing it because you want to do it. You're doing it because there's an external force that's telling you, you should. Mm -hmm. And who cares? Like you can, you can't, now you can't like, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that you can't put a, a, a video on your profile and tag it as your features, right? So people, other people can see it. There's, if you want to, there's always a way. Um, it's just have, you have to find your way. Yeah. What works, what works for you may not work for everybody else. And following the crowd is likely not going to get you where you actually want to go. Cause it'll take you where they're going. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, that's an interesting and challenging topic. Now, we don't have enough time to d- dive into it because my brain automatically went, okay, but, but we can't do that right now because we've only got so much time. Maybe um, Tracy and Shauna will come back for a deep dive episode. Oh, we should. I, and, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm actually really excited to have you on again because there are a lot of uh, spinoff 
ideas that came from even just this conversation, whereby we can kind of explore what does it look like to uh, create videos online and be authentic in yourself while still, while still, because because this is something too, you know, you uh, utilizing best practices that will give you an advantage in getting seen. All of these different nuances that people worry about um, when when exploring the world of showing up authentically can be addressed absolutely in detail between between the two of us. Oh my goodness, guys, yeah. be careful, watch out. <laughs> just follow both of us and then at some point we'll bring it all together for you. It will it will it'll it'll make sense as you go but it'll make the most sense if you carry on with this journey um now with that i need to ask you two things the first thing is how can people get in touch with you if they're like over on Facebook or whatever, and like, I need to talk to her. You should come find Tracy Borison on Facebook. And there is a post that's pinned at the top of my profile that says, come and find me on LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn <laughs> is where I hang out. So like, come and find me connect with, you can connect with me on Facebook, but let's chat on LinkedIn. Um, mostly just because I'm on LinkedIn more often. Also, I create my content on LinkedIn. So you will learn more if you follow me on LinkedIn. Also, I have an amazing blog, um, which you can find through my LinkedIn profile, <laughs> um, which is all about sales and marketing tactics that are authentic. So how do you find those ways you can show up in business and relationships and networking and connecting and all of these things, which are the same thing at the end of the day. We're going to talk about connecting and networking and marketing and sales. And as far as I'm concerned, all of these things are the same thing. We are showing up and we are building relationships with people. We each have our own way to do that. Let's find our way. I found my way. Let's find your way um, to do that. And then you can do it and it can be fun. It's possible, you guys. It's possible to think that marketing and sales is fun. It's, and you, it sounds, you're probably it like, like a fairy tale. You're right? a liar. It sounds like a fairy tale, but, but you're, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. And <laughs> but the problem is that we concern ourselves too much with what other people think, what other people tell us we should do. And this is the thing that I always say. It's like, I will not ever. So if you're considering being coached by me, I will never tell you what you should do. I will help you explore what you think you can do and we'll try it. And if you like it, we'll keep it. And if you hate it, we'll throw it out and we'll try something else. This is the this is how you figure out your way. And I always even I'm always hesitant to tell people what my way is because I like I don't want you to copy my way. My way is not the right way. My way is the right way for me. Mm. It's not the right way for all people. So if you hear what I do and it's intriguing to you and you want to give it a try, cool. But if it doesn't work for you, you're not broken or bad at it or any of it's just not aligned. Let it go, man. Find something else. <laughs> That's perfect. And you know, I was going to say, I was going to say, Hey, do you have any final words? But if I'm being honest, that is it like that. If you take anything from this is, is that, so thank you so much, Tracy, for hopping on live with me. Um, this is going to go all over the place. It already is all over the place, but remember that if you couldn't, if, you want to hear the audio version of it, which might be very entertaining considering I did a whole bunch of gestures and stuff. Um, then you can follow us on Spotify and all the other podcast stuff. Um, I don't know where, you know, they're like, we're very technical here. Right. <laughs> there's, there's like Apple, there's Google, there's, I don't, I, wherever, I, I think people generally see wherever you find your podcasts. There it is. Wherever <laughs> you find your podcast is where you'll find me. <laughs> 
<laughs> Boom. Boom. All right. See you next time, guys. <laughs>